Welcome to Letterbox Book Club. My name is Claire. And I'm Mackenzie. And today we are going to be talking about Colleen Hoover's book, Ugly Love. A bit of a trigger warning before we get stuck into it. Uh, there is significant like themes of loss and grief, and there is like a child loss moment. So if that's something that you're not interested in, or you feel like you can't handle, you can just end it right here. That's fine. You gotta look after yourself. And with that, Kenzie is going to read us the blurb and we will get started. So it's not exactly love at first sight for Tate Collins when she meets the tormented and secretive Miles Archer. They wouldn't even go so far to consider themselves friends. The only thing Tate and Miles have in common is a mutual physical attraction that can't be denied. Once their desires are out in the open, they realise they might have stumbled on the perfect no-strings arrangement. He isn't looking for love and she doesn't have time for it, so that leaves just the sex. What they've got could be surprisingly satisfying as long as Tate can stick to two rules Miles has for her. Never ask about the past and don't expect a future. They think they can handle it, but everything is different when real emotions start to change the equation. Hearts get infiltrated, promises get broken, rules get shattered, love gets ugly. And boy, did it get ugly. I've just seen something on the back, by the way. Colleen lives in Texas, so she's pro-life. <laughs> That's a really bold assumption, but it gives us a good idea. <laughs> right, from what we know about people who live in Texas. <laughs> For sure. Alrighty. Uh, well, first things first, the cover itself has a bit of like a, a significance. It's like a, like underwater type scape cover. It's bubbles. Blue and bubbles. So, because Kenzie read it before me and she pointed that out, that it does have some sort of significance. So I was, anything related with water, I was freaking out. <laughs> I was like, this is it, they're gonna die. So the main characters we are introduced, well that we follow along in this story, Tate Collins, Corbin Collins, Miles Archer, Corbin's friend and Miles' friend Ian, Rachel, and there's a nice old gentleman named Cap. Nice little group of people to kind of keep an eye on and follow through. It's it's pretty easy. It is a dual perspective though, as well, like between past and present. And the past is Miles and the present is Tate. Yeah, like, just as I was writing these notes down, I'm like, it's so interesting that we get to see Miles's past, and then it just goes strictly to Tate's present. Yeah. It did cause some frustration at times, because it's like, we know what's going on, but, like, Miles won't tell Tate what's going on, so. It's also, I feel like, miscommunication, or, like, not enough communication is used uh, very often in Colleen Hoover books as a plot device, where the audience knows what's going on, sometimes. I was reading it and I got frustrated at a lot of moments. It's like, you can just tell her it's okay, or she can tell him how she feels mm. it's okay. But of course, if everything would be resolved a bit too quickly and too easily, who, who doesn't love a bit of angst? <laughs> just another little thing that I noticed when we first encountered Miles, Tate kind of jammed his hand in the door. And I just find, found it funny that Colleen has been a little bit more consistent now with having hand related injuries. <laughs> That's two for two. <laughs> yeah, it's two for two. For those who have read It Ends With Us, you know. If you know, you know. I think the book begins from Miles's point of view. I'm, I don't quite remember, but I know that you start off. It's Tate moving in. Oh, okay. And she sees, she finds the drunk man. Do you think that was Miles in the beginning? Did you no. kind of know? Nah, neither. I just thought, oh. No idea. But what a weird way to have, like, just a random person just out, out your apartment door like that. <laughs> 
Especially if your sister yeah. doesn't know who they are. It gave off a little bit of a creepy vibe in that split moment. And yeah, after Tate essentially moves in with her brother, we flip to, like, we begin to flip through Miles's past. Rachel is a new girl at school that, like, Miles is in charge of, like, showing her around, taking her to a class and stuff. And I just want to say, there was the whole page where he was, like, really obsessed with Rachel. Like, you know, I'm going to fall in love with you, Rachel. You're going to fall in love with me, Rachel. Rachel, Rachel, Rachel. I'm like, this is weirdly obsessive. <laughs> I, yeah. I got a little bit I'm freaked out. It- like currently reading Midnight Sun and it's very much what Edward was thinking about Bella as well so I guess it's just teenage boys even though Edward's not a teenager but teenage boys. Yeah but like so, so I thought the book was going to go into like a real kind of obsessive controlling darker type of ish vibe but um, yeah. obviously it didn't end up being like that but yeah I just felt a little bit creeped out as a bit too strong but a bit off-putted by Miles and he's like just obsession with Rachel, but I suppose yeah. that's but I suppose that's kind of like young love as well, almost. Yeah, but I think bordered on obsessive. And you know, with that, let's just talk about the whole Miles Rachel relationship, and then his dad and Lisa relationship, because that was a little bit messed up. Yeah. So Miles's mum died of cancer. Yeah. That's. Oh, have you read November Ninth yet? No. I don't, okay. I don't have it yet. Well, there's someone who dies of cancer in that as well. Okay. So there's another motive that she likes. So, yeah, Miles' mum dies of cancer and then his dad gets a new girlfriend, but Miles kind of figures out that they've been seeing each other since before his mum died. Um, And his dad, like, finally introduces him, Miles, to his girlfriend, Lisa, and essentially says how, like, her and her daughter are moving in. And it's Rachel. Yeah, what a twist. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously there are big revelations at the end um, in terms of, like, Miles's relationship with his dad and his mum and all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I would have never have thought, like, the stepsister I know. situation. I was not expecting that. I don't know. It felt so... Maybe It's not, like, a situation that I'm familiar with, so maybe I just found it a bit different. I just... I don't know why we had to go down that path. <laughs> For the juicy drama, Kenzie. Yeah, no. For this entire time, Miles thought that, like, his dad had been cheating on his mum, like, the entire time. Because, as you said, yeah, he kind of figured out, like, a timeline and it did not match up. <laughs> if 2 plus 2 is 4 and 5 plus 5, plus five is 10, what the fuck is this? <laughs> but, yeah, I thought his dad was cheating <laughs> before, like, he, yeah, yeah, his, his mum died. So I thought I did not like him at all. Men ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> and Miles keeps reiterating that type of not as obsessed as when he was thinking about Rachel, but like my dad hates me. I or, I hate my dad. I hate my dad. All those recurring yeah. sort of messages. Um, and I suppose the the meat of the book is just Miles and Tate's friends with benefits ish situation. But of course, someone always catches feelings. Yes, and it was always Tate. <laughs> I found that the jealousy aspect came along a bit too quickly. Yeah. And also, yeah, for some, like, it's a, I don't know. 
I don't want to reveal too much, but like being in a like a friends with benefits situation, like if and then if you're telling her like I'm not going to be in a relationship with you, like I don't do relationships, like I'm not going to fall in love with you, blah blah blah. Then how can you then dictate who like she talks to and stuff? Like yeah, because there was a situation where they were they kind of had a little they had a bit of a break. They were kind of mad at each other, and like Tate had other friends over, and she was studying with her friend Chad. I mean, what a name, Chad. <laughs> where does Colleen pluck it's always these? Chad. Where, where, they, where does she pluck these? names from um texas <laughs> oh, and yeah like they were just studying and then like miles interrogated tate like who's that guy blah 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 it's like dude you set the rules you guys you yeah. know kind of broke up i guess let her live her life but yeah just the they got jealous too quick yeah feelings got caught a little too quick in my humble opinion and of course miles is incredibly secretive about his past to tate which is frustrating obviously until the end we're trying to figure out like what could be so bad that it's got him so like emotionally and mentally fucked up yeah what's what's his what's your damage yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> And, like, Tate even, like, tells him during, I think, I think it might be even this argument before they broke it off, was, like, what did she do to you? Mm. And it was, like, oh, you don't say that. <laughs> even I know yeah. you don't say that. Did you have any ideas of what could have happened? No. So, like, once it's revealed that Rachel is pregnant with Miles's kid, I didn't think it was going to go down the path that it went. I just thought that, like, they'd be broken up or, like, maybe, like, because he's a pilot, I was, like, oh, maybe he's living a double life. Yeah. Like, and he, like, flies in, flies out to them. <laughs> Fifo, just two different relationships. <laughs> Spent two weeks. Yeah. Hey, I've heard of, I've heard of it. Uh, I'm sure it happened. <laughs> and then, because of that plane crash, I thought her brother was going to die. Or Miles. Yeah, that was insane. And then that's why I thought the wa- the water was, the front cover water was significant. Because I was like, oh, plane crash, they could have crashed, you know, in the ocean or something. And then, like, yeah. obviously Ca- uh, Corbin or Miles could have, like, subsequently drowned. But I feel like... You're not yeah. going to kill off the main love interest this early. Yeah. <laughs> Corbin has another friend that kind of comes and goes. He's named Dylan. He's creepy as hell. Kind of, yeah. He gave off really bad, bad vibes, but glad nothing came of it. Yeah. But I feel like he was also just kind of a, an extra device to make Miles unnecessarily jealous as well, because there was moments where, like, Tate was, like, smiling, like, turned around and smiled at him, thinking Dylan was Miles, and then Miles saw it, yeah. and then he's, like, got a little pissy with it. It's like, come on, dude. Dylan, creepy, bad, doesn't respect his wife. Yeah, wants to, obviously, sleeping with other women, women wants to sleep with Tate. Yeah, very sleazy, gross. And Corbin being protective as well. I didn't write this down, but how did you feel about, like, Corbin's overprotectiveness? Or is that just, like, a a book brother trope. I think that's just a brother thing, yeah. My brothers aren't like that. <laughs> that's why I clarified it being a book brother trope. Because every yeah. brother seems to be protective over their sister, but like in real life, not necessarily the case. I'm sure there are folks out there. But yeah, the plane crash got us all worried about a death, but no. Yeah. And this is the first time in the present day that we hear Miles kind of talk to his father because we've only seen their relationship in back in the past and it's a bit rocky so it was nice to in that moment he was like i think i'm okay love you dad or something like that it's like oh it's good that they've kept like a good relationship after everything any thoughts on that uh, i guess maturity yeah i suppose it just goes to show that it wasn't that big of a deal perhaps a misunderstanding one would say everything when you're a teenager like is the end of the world should we talk about like the big the big twist just so it's easier to talk about the other uh, all right yeah sure sure, sure. so it's revealed that smiles and rachel uh got teen pregnant <laughs> 
Um, and of course, there is no. I don't know if you want to talk about this, but of course, there's no mention of abortion. Oh no, I want to talk about it because it's consistent now. Two from two. So anyway, there's that, and then so they work it all out. They're gonna have the baby, blah blah blah, and then they when they're leaving the hospital, um, they get into a car crash and they can't get. Sorry, this is a trigger warning here as well. Um, about infant loss. So if you've gotten this far and you don't want to hear about this, then skip maybe a minute. So they're leaving the hospital and they have the baby in the car seat and they get into a crash and I guess they crash into a river a lake a body of water and they get out but they can't undo the clips of the baby seat so they can't get the baby out so the baby passes away I didn't ex- think that was gonna happen yeah like, like that extreme that's like, I, like next why step. Did that, like I didn't want it to be the baby <laughs> I thought it might have been Rachel but yeah I'm kind of surprised like Rachel didn't die as well because that would make sense because the way he it, like when he first met Tate like he was Called, called for Rachel or whatever it made it seem like oh she must have died so I got a yeah. little bit confused later on yeah the whole oh we've got little James joining us that's nice yes. <laughs> for the benefit of the podcast Kenzie is holding her son <laughs> yeah it also I remembered as well that just before the accident itself like I think Rachel was in the back seat as well like watching over Clayton on just quickly who would name their child Clayton <laughs> A Texan, a Texan would. Didn't have a significant. Yeah, because it was Mr. Clayton's class was the first class he Oh, yeah, to. they made Mr. Clayton's class. Yeah, Rachel's in the backseat, and I think he, she was just kind of, like, watching the kid, like, Clayton and, like, like admiring him. And then I think uh, Miles was, like, looking in the rearview mirror, and he's, like, the whole half the page was, like, looking at Rachel. I like Rachel smiling. Rachel, 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 blah, blah, blah. And then, yeah, accident. <laughs> so it brings back the... I mean, it's kind of cute that even after like pr- like he's just as obsessed with her as when he first met her like it's it's a probably a, it's a nice kind of love in a way not as creepy yeah. anymore real quick about Rachel being pregnant yeah there was like no abortion discussions at all like especially for yeah. a teenage situation like they're preparing for college and everything like and he managed to get all these pamphlets about like no family support, family homes, all that type of stuff. I just feel like not that realistic. Would you say? I mean, yeah, I don't think so. Maybe like it's a bigger thing in America. Perhaps, yeah. But yeah, at the end of the day, like you do you. I just found it interesting that like yeah, for teenage pregnancy, pregnancy, pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just found it interesting that yet again, two from two, no sort of like option there. No option for abortion, but she'll kill the baby off two days later. Yeah, because it doesn't matter once it's out, like, but you have to have the baby. <laughs> so yeah, obviously the car crash fucked Miles up big time. Well, I don't think, uh, I think it was the fact that his child died. And also Rachel <laughs> hating him. Yeah, yeah, Rachel resenting him. I'd, I'd probably resent them too. Yeah, it was hard for me as a parent to read. And then, so, like, and it would be hard enough for a non parent to read, but. It was still devastating. Yeah, it's like, I, yeah, if my child died, yeah, I'd probably go a little bit crazy. Oh, another thing I forgot to mention is that, uh, as part of the notes, it's just a fun little, like, plot thing that um, Miles becomes captain of his airline, which is. Oh, yeah. Fant- which is a great achievement in itself. Mm. Um. Be a present. Present Miles is is doing all right. Obviously, he has his moments. That's why he doesn't want to commit to a relationship. Yeah. Yeah, he's the youngest captain of their airline, which is a big achievement. And they go out for drinks and celebrate. He's being all humble about it. Yeah, just a fun little tidbit. There was a nice little bonding moment between Tate and Miles in a pool again. They were in the pool before we find out about the car crash. So at this moment, I thought that something bad was going to happen in the pool because yeah. all I had all I had in my mind was. 
underwater bubbles underwater. something goes wrong <laughs> so i had a little freak out but of course everything yeah. fine so the catalyst of this all as well like is that during a sexual moment uh miles calls tate rachel and so tate's just like like just finish like get it over and done with and then so and then she's like fucking go deal with what you need to deal with so miles goes and visits rachel in the present time yeah this part broke me this part made me cry the most but maybe it was also because it was like 11 p.m at night and i was a little bit tired maybe that contributed it's to always it. the most vulnerable time <laughs> it really is and yeah oh my god the poor boy he's just ugh. so damaged I thought there was going to be more of a combative against, like, Rachel, like, not wanting to see him, but she, yeah. she allowed it, which is good. Because obviously yeah. she was able yeah. to kind of, yeah, not necessarily get over it, but she was able to kind of move on with her life. You know, she has a husband, she has a her, her own child, yeah. or another child, I guess. I'm not sure how to say it, this is so awkward. But, um, yeah, she does take that time to, to kind of listen to what Miles has to say, and which is very sweet and very nice. It's a kind gesture. He really wants to move on. He really wants to be with Tate, which is, yeah, the frustrating thing about the entire book because he's like, he wants to be with her, but he just won't. He won't allow himself to heal. Then obviously seeing Rachel and seeing her as this this is part of her healing process, like she's able to do it, he can do it. He shouldn't have yeah. to feel guilty anymore, at least. And yeah, Rachel has a, has a, has a child named Claire, which I, I thought it was fun because, yeah, my name's Claire. <laughs> But yeah, Claire was always going to be the name of the child if it was going to be a girl. So a little bit awkward, yeah. but obviously a good kind of memory of their of their relationship as well and what they've went through. Um, but yeah, just Miles and Rachel like sitting in the, like the nursery room and like Miles is just crying. It was just <laughs> oh, buddy, you just want to wrap. Yeah, you just want to wrap him up. And then I think Rachel was having a bit of a cry too. But you know, she, but yeah, I'm I'm glad that they still relatively good terms. And, you know, she's, I think it was more so maybe Rachel giving Miles permission to come. Not that he needed permission, but like that, yeah, that I sense. Think, yeah, no, but I think that's how he saw it. I, he saw it as getting permission to move on and like I essentially like restart his life. Which which is nice. And then, yeah, like literally yeah. straight after this moment, he, you know, goes back and then, and then essentially he explains everything to her and like, he's like my favorite, like goes through his, like what he likes and all that type of stuff, which is really cool. Yeah. And. And they take Tate and Miles take Cap on a plane ride because he deserves it. <laughs> One thing I forgot to like put down just a little chat about is the Tate and Cap relationship. It's a nice, it's a cool one, but it's kind of like gives off that fairy godfather vibes. <laughs> yeah, like she needed someone to talk to, someone needed to talk some sense into her. He gave her the whole like fight for the boy, he's worth it speech. Yeah, I feel like she knew knew he was worth it, but he was yeah held himself back obvi for obvious reasons. Yeah, overall good relationship. He hates Dylan. Everybody hates Dylan. It's great. Everyone hates Dylan. Dylan's a piece of poo. And yeah, all is well, I guess. Tate and Miles's relationship. Now, an element about this book is there's a bit of spice. <laughs> what did you think of the spice? Enzi? I think it was a good amount of spice for a short standalone modern romance. Yeah, it was quite sensible, I would say. Yes. The language was... The language was good. <laughs> ...was sensible as well. There's no, like... Like, you just knew what was going on and, you know, you didn't need to emphasise... Very good. I think what Colleen Hoover is good at writing for the age-old show Don't Tell. Yeah, yeah, that's probably the best way to describe it yeah you don't need too many details you know what's happening yeah exactly and it, i think it's it follows just r real life yeah 
Like, no one really cares. Yeah, I never really understood people who read, like, spicy books and they want, like, every little description of things. It's like, is it really necessary? Yeah, use your imagination. Because a lot of the time, people, authors will emphasise, you know, male parts and it's like, we don't need to know how endowed yeah. or what girthy it is. It's like, it, it's just there. Oh, you're not going to like um, Love Hypothesis then. <laughs> <laughs> then again, that's a fan fiction. We know fan fictions like to exaggerate everything anyway. Yeah, we know Kylo Ren is shredded. <laughs> I, have, I, have my, I have opinions about fan fictions turned into novels. Only, well, did you say that the main character's name in the Love Hypothesis is named Adam? Adam, yeah. Is it a main character or just a character? You see, no, it's my the main character. Is... Well, like the main character's love interest. Why use one of the actor's first name as the main character's name? Yeah. That's just weird. And his last name is so he's a like scientist. So his name is Doctor Adam Carlson. Car drive Adam Driver. <laughs> like, see, if, if it's a fan fiction, the fan fiction should be about the fictional characters. It's about. The actual actors should yeah. have no sort of remnants of them in it. That's my issue. Yeah, don't bring the actors into yeah, it. Yeah, no, no, no. That's just my issue with it, with fan fiction turned into books and stuff. Whereas After is a bit different. It doesn't have any... I know it's like a Harry Styles fanfic, though, but it has no kind of remnants of Harry, just like like a style, like a clothing style or like a behaviour of a certain era. The guy's name is Harden, though. Harry Harden. Sure, it's similar, but it's not like his name is Harry. Yeah. Um, and then, because Fifty Shades is Twilight fanfiction, and so that's completely... Yeah, that's completely different as well because it's Christian and Anna. See, when it's kind of, yeah, separated like that, it's fantastic. But if it's yeah. <laughs> if it's a Kylo Ren fanfiction and your name and your main character's name, Adam, and it's like Adam Driver, <laughs> like that's where I draw the line. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, a li- little bit of a tangent. Um, let us know if you Let us know if you agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> agree to disagree, whatever. What were your overall thoughts, feelings, emotions? Again, I only really cried when Miles was, uh, went to see Rachel and that whole situation. <laughs> so sad and it had that whole speech where it's like oh, this is ugly love and I'm like yes I love seeing the titles in yeah. the sentences yes. <laughs> yeah and I was frustrated again, again I was like frustrated with the whole like yeah friends with benefits but like gets jealous and feelings developed a bit too quickly yeah friends with benefits but I love you but I won't tell you that I love you yeah and yeah Corbin being the book brother where it's yeah it's stupidly overprotective yeah yeah glad again glad nothing came of the Dylan situation because I mean I'm sure Colleen could have gone there if she wanted to but you know one one bad theme after another yeah November 9th it just hits you like it's one after another after another (laughs) (laughs) oh no she's just cramming everything in there it doesn't stop (laughs) oh no just a quick thought though I completely forgot to write down Corbin finding out about this whole thing yeah again went extra yeah protective big brother and like hits Miles a couple times like at different stages but like I suppose any brother would do that if like one of their best friends was just messing around with his sis- with his sister you know I yeah, feel like exactly. that, that's a trope in movies and shows as well as books so I think that's I think fine. that's a trope in real life like if your sibling is going to date one of your friends can you hear me yeah, yeah. if your um <laughs> sibling is going to date one of your friends like, if it was just, like, a friend with benefits and then, like, they hurt them, then I would 100% throw punches. 
but like if it was like genuinely like dating and they like had feelings i'd be like oh like i don't like it but i'll let you sort it out okay yeah then yeah miles was like didn't want to be a hypocrite because obviously dylan was hitting on tate and then miles was angry at dylan well everyone was angry at dylan yeah and yeah he didn't want to come across as a hypocrite which ultimately he was um because, yeah, he kind of, like, it was messing around with Tate's feelings, and that's what was also frustrating. Like, they had, like, they went back and forth, like, three times over the same sort of issues, and it's like, just leave him, just let him suffer. Yeah. Let him wallow in his self-pity. But no, of course, Cap, again, Cap is like, yeah, fight for this boy, and then, oh, well, happy days. Oh, happy days. <laughs> Quickly, overall, yeah, I liked it. I think it's my... It's my favourite Colleen Hoover book so far. It tops It Ends With Us by a mile. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah, that's my opinion. I think Ugly Love, was that written before It Ends With Us? And I also I also liked the present past style in normal writing, not in like the italics. Also by Colleen Hoover, there is no It Ends With Us, so I'm assuming that it was before. <laughs> yeah, another thing that irked me that's consistent, her text messaging is in bold. I hate it, I hate it. <laughs> Alrighty, thoughts, feelings, emotions, Kenzie. Overall, I still like It Ends With Us. Um, that's still my top. Um, but this, like, I found this, yeah, much more painful as a parent reading. So it was, it was really hard um, to read. Can we not bang the pen everywhere, please? Thank you. But I think, yeah, it had the right amount of, like, twists and turns. Had the right amount of spice, right amount of douchebaggery. And then douchebaggery counted. <laughs> And as a sta- like standalone modern romance, it's very good. Easy read. I read it in a day. Yeah, I was going to say as well. Yeah, I read it in a day on and off in between work. Very good. Like it doesn't have, I, anytime I think about books, I don't know why. I just feel like it, I feel like there needs to be a level of sophistication about it, but that's just not the case. Like it doesn't need, it could just be, just to be a simple back and forth love story. Like it's fine. Yeah. But maybe just because we're living in like a Game of Thrones kind of era where it's such sophisticated books and sophisticated movie adapt, uh, TV show adaptations and all that type of stuff. Like there's just, there seems to be a higher expectation, but nah, this was refreshing. Yeah, I think as well, like, with the Colleen Hoover, like, she fits a lot into the short amount of pages. Mm. Like, it's only... I think it was, like, 400, maybe even 380-odd. 317. Yeah, a lot. But I suppose if it's based around, like, a relationship, like, you're not... We're not going to see a lot of Tate going to work and Tate coming home from work and Miles flying around. Yeah, exactly. Any of, like, the mundane things. I feel like we... I feel like we never saw a situation where Corbin was off to work flying or anything. He was just, ne- just, yeah, never, yeah. He was just never home. He was, yeah, either just at work or not Or his floozies. <laughs> yeah. Which is another hypocritical thing that seemed to happen. Also, quickly, big reveal kind of at the end for Miles and his relationship with his dad. It is found out that uh, his mum and his dad had an agreement where she wants him to kind of not move on but kind of live his life while she was kind of dying. And so that's why he had met Lisa prior in Phoenix. So yes, dad isn't a cheating scoundrel. So all is well, all is good. Daddy's just trying to make the most of a shit situation. Yeah, for sure. And also the Rachel pregnancy kind of revealed to the parents was a bit of a, I think he hit, I think his dad hit Miles. Or at least try to yeah. try to beat him up. Um, but obviously all that got resolved in the moment. But yeah, again, weird having a stepsister dynamic and uh, yeah. them trying to sneak around. I was, I was scared for them. <laughs> it's like you can't say who saw who first because like no one knew who each other kind of was. Because like you would argue, yeah, uh, his dad 
Do we even find out his dad's name? Is this becoming a theme where, like, the main authoritative men figures just gonna have no names? I don't think we know his dad's name. But, yeah, I'll just say dad. Dad <laughs> Dad and Lisa's really... His dad technically saw Lisa first, but then Miles also kind of saw Rachel first. Anyway. Glad... It was, yeah, exactly. it was all settled. It's all fine. They obviously split off eventually. Oh, and the whole... Yeah. They gave each other, like, seven months to kind of be in love with each other. I forget about that moment. And then, obviously, they... You know, that's normal. That would have worked. I don't understand why you had to go and get pregnant. (laughs) Another theme with this book now that I'm realising is they they like to break their own rules. They set their rules, they break them. Well, that happens again in another book. It happens in November 9th as well. (laughs) You're frozen again. You're good, Kenzie. Your face is frozen really funny. (laughs) Oh no, Zoom's being annoying. What happened? (laughs) What what happened? (laughs) Did James do something? Was it my face? Frozen face? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was your face. Sorry. <laughs> you looked like Jughead. Sorry, I'm crying. That's a very... Alright. <laughs> don't know how. Sorry. <laughs> All good. <laughs> Fuck. With that, anything else? Oh, I thought that Kath was going to end up being, like, Biles' dad or something. Oh, some, another little left hook twist. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, now just the father, the, the fairy godfather aspect, the third party that over- seems to know everything, seems to have very convenient advice. <laughs> yeah. But no, it was a nice character. A bit of banter and everything as well. It takes the edge off the seriousness of yeah. it. He's almost like, I don't know, acts as the audience. Mm. The reader. That's a very yeah good way to put it. I'd agree with that. Yeah. Because yeah, we want we want to root for them. Like, you want them to get together. Yeah. You want them to fight. Yeah. But yeah, I, unless there's anything else, I suppose that's it. Unless we've missed anything. I don't think we've really missed anything. We've really just kind of glazed over all the little points. I guess not much really needed to be said. Yeah. We have our opinions. Well, it's an easy, yeah, it's an easy book. But obviously, Colleen Hoover has that tragedy niche so yeah. picking up any of her books just be prepared for the worst i wonder if she ever read it like a hap- like a happier type book oh, i suppose gotta f- read them to find out yeah I, yeah <laughs> but yeah if that's all uh thank you for listening if you have similar ideas feelings discussions feel free to hit up the instagram letterbox underscore book underscore club we also have a little youtube um that i've set up which will be letterbox book club um, and, and SoundCloud. SoundCloud slash Spotify once we figure that out. Alrighty, thanks for listening. Keep an ear out to the next book. Not sure what that, what that will be yet, but... Thanks for listening. This was Ugly Love. Goodbye.